We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. What's going on, Orlando Magic fans? You guys are here with the six-man show post-game live presented by Rockham. Sorry to disappoint. No producer Kevin tonight. Jonathan here. Kevin has the day, afternoon, the night off. I am here hosting tonight's post-game live again presented by our presenting sponsor, Rockham. Your Orlando Magic with the 111-99 win in Detroit over the Pistons. Biggest win of the year? Probably not. But this time of year, as the schedule starts to lighten up, the Magic have now gotten through that brutal stretch. You're now really just in the point where you should win the games that you should win, and that's exactly what the Magic did tonight. Uh, we'll talk all about this game and more. Uh, I see a lot of you are here uh, in the chat already celebrating the victory. Uh, what a win. Again, on the road, these Afternoon sort of matinee games are always a little bit weird. Magic got off to a sluggish start in this one. Uh, but Franz Wagner, the story in the this game, uh, especially in the second half, just a fantastic performance by Franz Wagner. And the Magic get the win, folks. Want to talk to you all really quickly about the presenting sponsor of the post-game live show, our friends over at Rock'em. Rock'em is the world's largest sock store. They are located directly in Central Florida. Everything from their day-to-day -day operations, the, the marketing, the manufacturing, shipping, all of that happens at their headquarters in Orlando. And they're huge Magic fans. We're super happy to partner with them this season. Wanted to take the opportunity here and just go through a, a little bit of uh, the offerings uh, that, that Rock'em has. Let me go ahead and pull those up here. So first of all, Let's celebrate the all-star Paolo Bancaro here, uh, rock'emsocks.com. You can get the, the Orlando Magic Paolo Bancaro face stack socks here. So if you want to celebrate our all-star, you can do that by going to Rock'em. And you can come here and you can just go through their entire Orlando Magic collection here. Even if you're a, a Magic Star Wars fan and you want to blend those two loves and those two passions together, you have the ability to do that. With the uh, Magic Empire socks, you've also got... The Grogu Socks, if you're a fan of The Mandalorian, a fantastic show. And my personal favorite, the Split Face Mascot Socks. 
uh, with Sus Face there. So even if you're not looking to get Orlando Magic socks, if you're into other you know pop culture things, we talked about Star Wars, but Disney, Marvel, Harry Potter as well. Uh, Rock'em is the place to do that, and you can get 20% off your order uh, from Rock'em with code Magic20. A big thank you to Rock'em as always for partnering with us and for sponsoring uh, the post game live show. Let's see what's going on in the the chat here. Uh, yeah, no, Kevin. I know people are really, really upset about that. Uh, a super chat here from Dennis. He says, like and subscribe. Make this number one magic chat. Franz is that guy from the Only Hero. Brian Lake says, big Franz energy. Thanks, Praise. It says, hit that button, magic fam. And Brian G here. Palo should be the cover athlete for the next 2K game. Mm, I don't know if he's there yet. But definitely, uh, definitely, eventually, I think he'll, he'll find his way onto a onto a 2K cover here eventually. And then Brian Legs with the shh, the hush emoji. Franz after the big three in that second half hits a three, put the magic up. I think it was seven or, or nine at that point, uh, and then just hushing the Detroit crowd. I always like a a good uh, a good hush uh, to the crowd. Jeff Turner has hit a, a few of those to opposing fans as they've been on the road this season. Always really appreciate that, but I want to talk just a little bit about this Magic game. So really, it was a, a another sluggish start for the Magic. Get down early. Detroit starts to build a little bit of lead in the, the first quarter. Magic end up coming back, but Detroit's still up five after that first quarter. Magic find a way. Uh, play a little bit better in that second half to take the lead into the half. And I, I just couldn't help but feel throughout this game that the Magic were just sort of playing with their food, if you will. I, I tweeted that uh, during the game. I talked about it in the post-game hit that you know we post to Twitter and Instagram to our social media accounts after every single game before these post-game lives start. And that's really, in my opinion, what it felt like. The Magic were playing with their food, know that this you know Pistons team has been struggling all year long and, and felt like they could just sort of put their foot on the gas uh, when they needed to as it got late into this game. And sort of cruise comfortably to a win, and that's exactly what they did. I don't know that I love that. You know, part of me is just you're on the road. I know it's you know what was this now the the fifth game of this six game road trip. Um, now you're four and one, I believe it is four and one or, or three and one on this road trip so far. Um, and and just don't mess around with this one. Yes, Detroit has struggled mightily this season, but a team like that you just don't want to give them any sort of confidence. Yeah, so it's three and one now. Four games through this road trip. You've got one more Tuesday at Miami to end it. But you just don't want to give a, a Detroit team who has been playing better as of late. You know, since they you know, snapped that 28-game losing streak, they've been playing better. Still have talent on that roster. Jalen Dern was awesome, especially early. Jaden Ivey was really good in the first half. They still have Cade Cunningham. You don't want to give a, a, a team like that any bit of life. And it felt like the Magic did that for a bit too long. But then uh, as this game progressed... Franz Wagner completely takes over in the third and fourth quarter. 38 points matching his career high. 27 points, I think it was, in the second half. Just <laughs> really went crazy. If it wasn't for Franz Wagner, this game is probably a little bit closer than it is. Uh, the Magic implemented that death lineup. Jonathan Isaac, Wendell Carter Jr., Paolo Bancaro, Franz Wagner, Jalen Suggs to close this game, which you know, for the last you know, several games now, the Magic were closing with that lineup and just defensively um, put this game to an end. Franz Wagner covered uh, you know, the offensive load for most of the second half and into the fourth quarter, and then when the Magic needed stops, again, they go to that death lineup, 
and they're able to, to take care of business again with the 111 to 99 win. Let's go back to the chat here, see what uh, you know some of your thoughts were here. Daniel Hidalgo says, no more minutes for Cole Free AB. I, I don't want to say no more minutes for Cole. Let's go ahead. Uh, I know we're going to take a look uh, at the, the box score here in a moment. But Cole Anthony, in almost 11 minutes in this game, uh, left, you know, seemed to, to, to tweak. Um, I don't know if it was the ankle or, or the knee, whatever was going on there. Uh, had a sort of a mix up on a screen with Jalen Dern, and he left the game. But 11 minutes for Cole, 0 of 3 from the floor, had one rebound, a steal, and a turnover. Cole has been struggling offensive lately, and, and we're, we're sort of at the point in the season where. Now that we're getting healthy again and the schedule seems to be lightening up a little bit, at least on paper, it really feels like if Cole Anthony can get back into a rhythm, the Magic are primed to go on a, another win streak. Now that the team is getting healthy, I was asking myself this during the game. Yes, maybe we were overlooking the Pistons. You have this big game coming up on Tuesday against Miami. But now that we're getting healthy, why does it not feel like we're getting back to that level that we were in November? And I think the offense in that second unit has a lot to do with it. Joe Ingles hasn't really looked the same since he's come back from injury, although I think if you give him some more time, he'll be fine. Uh, but, but Cole Anthony, you know, not being able to, to take advantage of those um, you know, other team second units and sort of get going offensively, I think that's had a lot to do with why it feels like we're really not able to, to get to that level. Because the starting lineup is mostly performing the same. You know, They're playing just about even with the other team starting lineups, but early in the season, it was our starters would play just about even, then our second unit would just come in and totally overwhelm you. So I feel like that's that's been a, a bit of an issue uh, there. Going through here, uh, Janine Richmond, fourth game of the five-game road trip. Yep, yeah, appreciate that uh, correction there. Michael Martin Franz, Wagner, 22 years old, Paolo, 21, and an all-star. My warning to the rest of the league, get us while you can. We've been saying that for a while, Michael, but it, it certainly feels like that right now. Uh, Dozier says Franz and Paolo 58 points on 56% shooting. You really just love to see it when those guys got it going. Paolo struggled a little bit offensively tonight, at least you know, shooting the ball himself. I thought he facilitated pretty well, but those guys, when, when both of those guys get it going, teams, it, it's tough, but they really just don't seem to stand a chance there. The local chef says that death lineup needs to be our main lineup starting and closing. That's our best five. I, I struggle back and forth. I want to uh, at, at some point pull up their their you know, their uh, net rating. You know that lineup together. It's been a few games, so it's still a relatively small sample size. But they just seem to dominate every single time that they're on the floor together. Are we trying to ramp up Jonathan Isaac's minutes so we can get closer to that potentially? I I still don't know if Franz Wagner you know extended minutes at the two is the way to go. But right now it's working especially to, to close games. It's working. That's that's really, really inarguable. Matt says, at some point, Cole has to get out of this slump right when he does. We're taking it to another level. That's exactly what I was just talking about. Cole gets it going. We're, we're going to be just fine. Yannick says, sixth seed for now. So yeah, uh, Miami plays uh, the Clippers in about 15 minutes here, and Indiana plays Charlotte in about 15 minutes here as well. If the Clippers and the Hornets are able to, to give us some help there and Miami and Charlotte both lose tonight, then we're gonna be a we're gonna be in a pretty good position. We're gonna we're gonna really start to like where we are in the, the standings and everything that's been going on the last few weeks. You tell us that, you know, you, you've got a, a good chance here, um, you know, to, to be the sixth seed in the East. 
uh, as we are here in the, the beginning of February, I think all of us will really take that. Do you believe in said 22 stepped up on the court and said all-star me? Now, I know that it seems like Joel Embiid, at least, uh, has been ruled out for the all-star game. And Scotty Barnes, you know, I think, was, was named his replacement. I don't think Julius Randle has been uh, has been ruled out just yet. So, sort of wait to see what happens there. I would assume Trey Young probably gets uh, implemented there. But Fran- Franz is making a good case. You know, if maybe if he hadn't missed those games, maybe he would have a real case uh, for the all-star game there. Artos. Gary Harris shot well from three. Give credit to Gary. Gary was great in some minutes there. Uh, thanks, Praise. It says, Jonathan, I know Kev doesn't like to talk hypothetical trade pickups. With the deadline approaching, you have opinions or thoughts on moves. We're going to be recording a new episode of the Six Man Show tonight. So I've got to save some of that stuff for the Six Man Show that we're recording. That'll be up tomorrow morning. So uh, stay tuned and, and, and tap in. Uh, we'll talk a little bit about trades tonight as we just have uh, when that episode comes out tomorrow, we'll only have three days before the trade deadline. So uh, we'll, we will talk about that for sure. Michael Martin says we'd have to go seven and 25 the rest of the way to match last year's record. Let's not worry about matching last year's record. The, the expectation should absolutely be to exceed that. And then Dizzy Timsky says a good lead guard would be big. I do think there's something to the fact that, you know, Markel hasn't been closing, you know, these games recently as, as much as, you know, in the past we have valued his ability to uh, organize the offense and, and get good shots late in shot clocks and, and late in games. Um, we've, we've seen Jamal Mosley really go to this quote unquote death lineup with Wendell and, and, and Jonathan Isaac, you know, Jalen Suggs, Franz Paolo, and those guys have absolutely been delivering. It's been, it, it's been awesome. Adam Landis says, uh, but nobody likes Trey. <laughs> At some point, I mean, the guy is putting up like 28 and 10. I know the Hawks aren't all that great. Uh, but from a, a all-star replacement level, you know, at some point, you know, you got to you gotta give that guy uh, the nod and, and, and sort of give him a little bit of credit there. So let's go ahead. Let's go to the box score here. Let me go ahead and, and get this pulled up for us, and we'll, we'll get right into the box score here. All right. Taking a look at the box score here. So first of all, let's go ahead and talk about these uh, these Detroit Pistons, who their 15 turnovers uh, really helped keep the Magic uh, in this game at, at certain points as the Magic's offense was struggling a little bit and the Magic were struggling uh, taking the care of the ball, at least in that first half. Jalen Duran, I, I don't know if producer Kevin is, is watching, but this is a guy who producer Kevin and I have fantasized uh, for the last couple of years about, man, if the Magic could get that guy, um, you just look at him, you know, still, you know, one of the, the younger guys on that Detroit Pistons roster. And although got into a bit of a, you know, foul trouble tonight, just the athleticism and the level of physicality that that guy plays with uh, 15 points, five rebounds for him, seven of seven from the floor, Jay Nivey, you know, 18.7 of 12 from the floor for the Pistons. He was great. Cade Cunningham, 18 points, five rebounds, seven assists, two steals. I know a lot of people, you know, their their opinion of Cade is, has definitely changed over the course of the last couple of years. I still think there's a lot of things that Cade does really well. And if Detroit can can build a, a real roster around him, uh, that's still you know, a, a really promising uh, guy to start building your team around. And then Asar Thompson, whose defense I was really impressed with tonight, he had a great offensive game as well. 17 points, 7 rebounds, and assists, and steal 3 blocks, 7 of 10 from the floor. Uh, but this Detroit Pistons team, like once you get away from like their their young like core guys, uh, just not a lot of depth on on that roster. And I think that 
uh, show to Ted tonight. Looking at the Orlando Magic, we have to start again with the one, the only, Franz Wagner, 38 points, matching the career high, uh, just especially in that third and fourth quarter. I think it was 27 of that 38 came in the second half. And I think there was a stretch where he had seven or, or nine straight points for the Magic. A couple of possessions later, Paolo gets double teamed in the corner. He sw- swings it to Franz, who I think had like 31 at that point. Drains the open three. His shooting, by the way, can we talk about Franz Wagner shooting? Like, since missing, what was that, eight games with the ankle injury, he's been shooting the cover off the ball. Maybe that time away was exactly what Franz needed. Maybe the ankle wasn't too bad. You know, maybe if he wasn't able to play, but he was able to get out on the floor and, and just work on that jump shot for, what was it, two, three weeks that he was out. The the arc, you know, the, the his shot trajectory looks so much better. Looks like he might have a little bit of a higher release point since coming back as well. So we might look back, you know, if this shooting continues and it, I mean, if it carries into the postseason, we might look back on like, hey, it was sort of a good thing that Franz missed that time. Let him get healthy, let him work on the jump shot a little bit and, and come back. And he's just been shooting the ball so well. But Detroit just really didn't have uh, any question or uh, really have any answers for him whatsoever. Rockham added at the top of the box score screen. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Yeah, don't know what's going on there. Uh, Paolo Bancaro, uh, 20 points, uh, six rebounds, seven assists. Great game from Paolo, although it you know, wasn't exactly knocking down shots. I think uh, I think it was Ryan Bass shared that. I think this is his sixth straight game now of 20 points, five rebounds, five assists. Last guy to do that was Tracy McGrady, who ended up setting the franchise record at seven straight games. So Paolo, um, I think, is just one game shy of that now. If he can put together another 25-5 and five night, he's going to tie Tracy McGrady for a franchise record um, of, of games with that stat line. So Paolo just uh, taking advantage of those double teams, you know, giving um, or, or, or taking what other teams are giving him, right? If they want to double team him, they want to stop him from getting to the rim, 
he's going to find the, the open teammate every single time. He's doing such a great job of that. Uh, Wendell, seven points, you know, four rebounds, but just, a, a, again, an incremental piece of that death lineup. Uh, played great defense tonight. Jalen Suggs, uh, big in that first half and, and keeping the magic in the game. I think all of his nine points came in the first half, uh, but came at a, a really critical time where uh, Magic's offense was just kind of sputtering. Uh, Jalen had a, a few big plays and you know hit a hit a big shot to keep the Magic in the game there. Amar Hill Fultz, eight points, four rebounds, two assists. Uh, Joe Ingles in 15 minutes, just three points. Uh, definitely um, you know missed a couple of, of of threes early in that first half that it felt like the Magic needed. Uh, but again, Joe Ingles as he's working back from the injury, I think it's just going to take some time for him to get back into a rhythm there. Uh, Gary Harris, Gary was great, especially in the second half, made some big plays, hit, hit some, you know, big shots for the magic, uh, you know, getting to the rim as well. 10 points for Gary in, in 24 minutes, just his second game back, you know, returning from injury there. Mo Wagner with the, the punch off the bench, 10 points in 20 minutes, five of five, five rebounds, four assists. And I don't know how many screen assists, you know, him and Franz running that pick and roll as he got going. Jonathan Isaac doesn't have to score. Uh, but five points, you know, six rebounds in 21 minutes, just making a heck of an impact defensively. Like John, Jonathan Isaac on the floor, uh, again, a plus nine in this one for the Magic. J.I. gets out there, and it just seems like the Magic tend to win all of the minutes that he's out there. And you look at his, I know we talk about single game plus minus not, you know, being the the, the greatest stat in the world or the, the best thing in the world. Uh, but when he's out there, he just makes such an impact and the Magic just keep winning minutes that Jonathan Isaac is on the floor. And he's being rewarded, you know, in that, the the, the closing minutes and getting those minutes. So uh, shout out to, to J.I., just been really, really great. Talked about Cole already, um, just shy of 11 minutes, just, uh, you know, the one point, you know, one for two at the free throw line. He, he's really got to find a way to, to get things going offensively. And Anthony Black, it, it's so crazy that this team is so deep that, you know, guys are coming back into the lineup, and, and Anthony Black just can't seem to find his you know, way onto the floor, um, especially in that in that first half as like the point of attack defense for the Magic was really struggling, and uh, Detroit was just getting into the paint and getting to the rim at will. At will. It felt like you really could have used uh, Anthony Black uh, in this one. So go back here. All right, um, going back to the chat now. Uh, Rich Collapse says, let's give Cole time off for three weeks. I, I don't know about that. Um, you know, he's going to have, you know, a, a good stretch of time off as we uh, get closer to the all-star break here, you know, in a you know week and a half or so. So there's a, a good potential that that's going to do, you know, Cole some well. Uh, all of these guys, really, uh, apart from, you know, it seems Paolo is going to be the, the guy that's, uh, you know, really featured uh, in all-star weekend. Uh, but the rest of these guys uh, just need to get some rest like Jalen Suggs especially we joke about this all the time but the dude just looks perpetually hurt it just sort of always uh you know hobbled around there uh Jay Pulowski says Dell starts off with three stupid turnovers and two missed free throws Cole is not better than AB right now ruin the kid with this crap love you guys for the magic passion I don't know about ruining AB AB seems like a pretty resilient kid I I know this isn't the ideal scenario for him right now I know he would much rather be playing uh, but at the same time, I just think the kid is like the ultimate teammate, wants what's best for the team. Although he's frustrated, definitely going to be happy with the win. And yeah, we, we, we talked about Cole. He, he really just needs to figure it out offensively. You know, I, I like the way that he's competing. Um, 
just seems to be off right now. And, and that's unfortunate. Hopefully he's able to get it back on track because if he does and he's, you know, he, he just takes this team, especially the second unit into another gear entirely uh, when he's, you know, when, when he's got everything going offensively here. Uh, Nick Monks, every time they try to get a mismatch on Suggs, he just gives you a beautiful steal. Yeah, <laughs> the Pistons tried to, to post up Jalen Suggs a couple of times tonight. I think you know, one time he got a, a deflection. The other time he got a steal. Very uh, you know, Drew Holiday in, in that sense. I don't think he's quite the post defender that Drew Holiday is. You know, As he continues to mature, maybe get a little bit stronger and just gain some more experience with that. Um, but yeah, it, it's always incredible when especially that kind of lineup is out there. If it's the death lineup that we're talking about, it's like you're not running a pick and roll to try to hunt switches because there's really, there's not a mismatch out there. There's no advantage that the other team's offense um, can, can try to you know, take advantage of. So I, I just love the, you know, we talk about the way that this team has been built, the size, the length, the defensive versatility. And now that everyone's healthy, we're really getting the first chance to see what that looks like and sort of see what Jeff Weltman's vision for this team is. It will be interesting to see if like this isn't the final version or iteration of this team, but just sort of what Jeff Weltman and you know the coaching staff and the rest of the front office, what they see as areas that the Magic need to improve in and sort of what moves are they going to make, whether it's this trade deadline that's coming up you know, Thursday or if it's this offseason or you know, throughout the, the next couple of years, what moves did they make? Where, where did they see, um, like, again, the, the defensive versatility and the length and everything like that? How do they continue to build that around Paolo and Franz? Adam Landon, I'm still in favor of bringing in Brogdon. A, a lot of people definitely are. Uh, Thanks, Praises, as Isaac on defense gives me Dwight flashbacks. There's definitely some of that. He doesn't play quite as um, above the rim as Dwight did. Like, he was just such an explosive athlete. Um J.I. gives you just more versatility, I would say, than than even Dwight did. As, as great as Dwight was, I, I'm just J.I. gets switched on to anybody, and I, I'm just completely, completely fine with that. Uh, yeah, a lot of a lot of criticism of, of Cole tonight. I understand the frustration. I, I just keep going back to if he can if he can figure it out. You know, if the Magic aren't going to make major moves within the season here, if Cole can figure it out. This team can almost, I don't want to say instantly, but you feel really good about their chances of just getting right back to that level that they were playing at, you know, in you know month for, for most of the month of, uh, of uh, uh, what month was that? November, you know, Thanksgiving, all that, all that kind of good stuff that was going on. Stephen Luong says Wendell's circus shot and one got to make it on Center tonight. <laughs> Early in the game, we were, we were texting about this game. Uh, that was like the play of the game at one point. And, and Luke joked like, hey, the play, the best play of this game so far for the Magic, completely happened by accident. You know, he just sort of throws that up and draws a foul, and end up ends up, you know, bouncing off the glass and, and and going in. But yeah, that that play was a lot of fun. Everett says Coach Mosley needs to do better in reading when to put in the right players in the game. Too often we lose leads because of poor rotations. I don't know that I would com- like totally put the blame on Jamal Mosley. Could he be better in certain situations? Probably. But this death lineup that he's implemented with those guys, that's entirely Jamal Mosley's doing and, and implementing that lineup. And in the last few games, those guys are absolutely dominating. So where it is fair, you know, give criticism. But hey, where it's fair, let's give Jamal Mosley a lot of credit as well. 
Michael Martin says, I found out about some of these players' agencies. Brogdon, for instance, is with Clutch Sports. So is, so is DeJounte Murray. Those clutch guys, it, it seems like for the most part, they end up uh, going where they want and, and getting where they want. So I don't know if either of those guys have Orlando at the top of their wish list if you know their respective uh, front offices are looking to move them. But if they are, it just it, it seems like those guys sort of always end up getting you know what the what they want um, at the end of the day. Want to take a look at some of the games uh, around the league here. Let me go back to uh, this screen here. Get out of here with your uh, past the rock ads. Want to go around the league like Kevin usually does? Uh, Suns blew out the Washington Wizards. But as you look across the league, all of those games are, are really getting to tip off right now as we speak. So if we go back to the standings here, Boston Celtics, 37-12. I have a question for you guys. I may not know exactly what's going on here, but Doc Rivers is, is being named as, you know, the, the head coach of the Eastern All-Star team. I, I'm, I might be an idiot, but since when does it not go to the team with the best record in the conference, which right now and by the All-Star break will most likely be the Boston Celtics and Joe Missoula. Did I miss there's a reason that Joe Missoula can't be the coach? Like, I, I don't know. I might just be missing that, but... I thought that was pretty funny that Doc Rivers was hired like five minutes ago, and now they're talking about that guy uh, coaching the Eastern Conference, you know, all-star team, and he doesn't really seem interested uh, in that as well. If you coached the year before, you can't do it again. There you go. Luke Sylvia. Perfect. Thank you for letting me know. Totally forgot that uh, little tidbit there. Uh, so I guess that makes sense, but still super weird that you know Doc Rivers could potentially uh, coach in the all-star game when he's coached the Milwaukee Bucks for all of, you know, three games or something like that at that at this point. But Boston still sitting there atop the Eastern Conference. Uh, the Milwaukee Bucks sitting there at second. Cleveland at third. New York at four. They're now, uh, Knicks are five full games ahead of the Orlando Magic. Philadelphia sitting there at fifth. Uh, you don't know what's going to happen with Joel Embiid. It seems like his treatment plan and his uh, eventual possible return this season are still up in the air. I think we'll hear more about that as we come out of the weekend. Uh, but they're four games ahead of the Magic, and then there the Magic are, sitting at six in the Eastern Conference. If you told us February 4th, forgot, forget about the, the rest of the games that are going to be played today. You know, that Indiana game and, uh, you know, against Charlotte and Miami you know, taking on the Clippers. Forget about that. If you told us back in October that February 4th, especially after the, that month of January, how brutal it was. If you told us that the Magic were going to be sixth in the Eastern Conference, I would have been doing backflips back in October. So in the moments when you know you may get a little frustrated with this team from game to game, totally understandable. We all have those moments. I get there myself as well. Um, but Magic have now won the last three games in a row, have this big one against Miami on Tuesday. And that's a big one because... If the Magic lose that game, they lose the season series and the head-to-head tiebreaker against the Miami Heat when it looks like those teams are probably going to be pretty close coming down the stretch here. So that game on Tuesday is going to be massive potentially for the Magic as we get closer to the postseason there. We've talked about this, but Indiana sitting at 7, Miami sitting there at 8. Uh, if both of those teams win tonight, you know they would move back into 6 and 7. Magic would move back down to 8. The Magic could possibly move from eight up to six back to eight all in one day today. So we'll have to keep an eye on those scores uh, throughout the evening here and see what happens. 
And then we have uh, Chicago there sitting at ninth. Uh, they're four games back of the Magic. And then the Atlanta Hawks sitting four and a half games back of the Magic at 10th. And then Brooklyn, Toronto, you know, Charlotte, Washington, Detroit, like some of these other teams that we thought were our peers, like going into this season, those guys are 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 basement like basement bottom dwellers, you know, for for most of this season. So again, you just have to feel really good about how the Magic have been playing, um, you know, really this in, entire season. They've had great moments, they've had not so great moments, but overall, sitting at twenty seven and twenty three, sixth place in the Eastern Conference. You know, a week and a half before the All-Star break. Are you kidding me? Like, we will absolutely take that. Okay, last thing I want to do here. Uh, we're going to take a look at the Magic's schedule coming up just as producer Kevin does. So Tuesday, they'll be at Miami. That game is going to tip off at 7.30. So uh, those, you know, Eastern uh, time zone games, we're used to those always usually starting at, at 7.30. Don't forget that one's going to be at 7.30. And then Thursday... You were just in San Antonio taking on Wemby and the Spurs. But Thursday, the Spurs are coming to town and we'll see them again. And then Saturday, you've got that game uh, against Chicago, which, you know, no Zach Levine the rest of the year. Who knows if Chicago sort of goes into just blow it up mode. Like if they've finally realized that that core that they have isn't really going to take them much further. Maybe they decide to move on from that. Who knows? Um, but you've got to like the Magic's chances, you know, three games here. Then you've got... The TNT game, which, again, a lot of you are, are coming to that game with us on the 13th uh, versus Oklahoma City Thunder at home. And then Shaq's jersey is going to be retired after that game. But you've got to like the Magic's chances. I mean, if you can get that win Tuesday in Miami, Magic have a, have a, a, a decent chance of a, a nice little six-game win streak before Oklahoma City uh, comes to town. So those are the games that we're going to be looking at this week. Um yeah, looking forward to that. Let's go back to the 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 the, uh, the chat here. So everybody, let me know. Yeah, I'm an idiot. You can't coach the All Star Game two years in a row, which I sort of understand. But it's like, hey, you can start in the All Star Game consecutive years, right? Like, hey, if you're the the best coach in your conference two years in a row, and you like coaching the All Star Game, maybe you should be allowed to coach the All Star Game multiple years. But I I don't know. Weird, weird, weird. I don't know. Maybe that's just me. Captain Turk says, thanks again, Jonathan. Always informative and entertaining and handsome. He didn't say handsome. I, I added that for myself, but appreciate that, Captain Turk, here. Uh, some more stuff about uh, Doc here. Everett Martell says, we are the only team that can beat the Celtics in the playoffs. <laughs> can we beat the Celtics in the playoffs? I don't know. When, when those guys like really you know, get down to business, pretty good team i think we saw that you know a few weeks ago in in uh, in boston soul train says i'm looking forward to thursday i always like looking at various trades around the league on trade deadline day that's always a ton of fun i do my best to, to keep the phone around me you know during those stretches because uh, you just never know when like a blockbuster trade is going to happen it could happen before thursday could happen like five minutes before the trade deadline a lot of times there are still trades that come in after the deadline because teams just have to be on the phone with the league office by the time that the, the deadline rolls around. Why did you say AB is frustrated? Did he say something? Uh, Shannon asks. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, I think AB is frustrated just because I, I think he wants to be on the floor. I have no like intel on that. Just knowing you know what kind of like competitor he is and, and how much he enjoys playing and, and contributing to wins. Is, is there probably a small part of him that's frustrated that he's not playing? I'm sure. 
uh, just like I would hope that there is for anybody, anybody on the roster, like guys like you know Chuma or Goga who aren't seeing the floor. I, I, I'm sure that they're you know happy with the, what's going on with the team and the way that the rest of the team is playing, but are those guys at least a little bit frustrated because they would rather be playing and would rather be on the floor contributing to those wins? I would think so, and honestly, I would hope so. But, uh, Shannon, it's a great question, but I, that's just totally speculation on my part. Luis Rosario says, when is Ben's next six-fan show at the Kia Center? I can uh, I can look that up for you. I, I'll tell you what, Ben, or not Ben. You, you asked about Ben. Luis, tune in. I hate to do this cop-out, but tune in to the six-man show tomorrow, which we're recording tonight, and I promise I'll provide you an update on that. Can't think of that off the, the top of my head there. Adam Landon says, Wendell usually balls out against Chicago. Absolutely does. So looking forward to that. Um, Luke Silvia's hell, nah, we can't. I don't know what Luke Silvia's saying, hell, nah, we can't about. I don't know the context there. So I, I'm, I'm missing that there. Uh, missed the game. John Irwin says, missed the game. Who was the standout? Franz Wagner. Franz Wagner, again, was absolutely incredible. 38 points tonight. 27 of those coming in the second half. He was 17 for 25 for the game. In the second half, he was 12 of 15. Just like all-star performance. I, I don't know any other way to, to put that. Luke Sylvia says, can't beat Boston in a playoff series. I, probably fair. Probably fair. So that's what Luke was uh, was referring to there. And Michael Martin says, Boston can do everything we do defensively and then some. We cannot match their shooting, and that's the biggest difficulty right now. That is probably a, a pretty fair assessment there, Michael Martin. All right, folks, um, I think that's probably going to do it for this one. We've been going uh, you know, just about 35-ish minutes, somewhere around there. I do my best to, to fill in for these uh, with uh, producer you know, Kevin being out. Uh, appreciate everything that, that Kevin does with these. You know, we're, we're now 45-plus you know, you know, games into the season, and uh, he, he's definitely been carrying the load for these and, and does such a great job. It's fun when I get to you know, jump in and, 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 and pitch in a little bit for these. Uh, but appreciate everything that you guys all do. Magic have been playing pretty well. Three games in a row again. Big one coming up on Tuesday. Definitely want to get that win. I know this is going really quick. I'm going to say don't forget, me and Luke are recording uh, the next episode of the Six Man Show tonight. Love you guys. We're going to let the beat hit one more time, and I'll let you guys know. Let's go, Magic. Thank you guys so much. Have a good one. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done.